0: Looking for a vacation that actually feels like a good movie? Well, look no more. With Carnival Cruise Line, it's all up to you. You can kick back or dive right into the fun. Paddleboard in the crystal clear waters of one of Carnival's exclusive destinations, Half Moon Key in the Bahamas. Take an ATV ride through the jungle or just relax on white sandy Caribbean beaches. The fun continues on ship from a ride on Bolt roller coaster to a moment of pure bliss at Cloud9 Spa. Kick off the evening with a craft cocktail at any of Carnival's dazzling bars and lounges and take your pick of restaurants from surf and turf to family-style Italian. Then settle in for an evening of live entertainment. So pack those bags, but be sure to leave room for a few unforgettable memories because no one does fun like Carnival. Book your dream vacation at Carnival.com. Ships Registry, The Bahamas, and Panama. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of champion haircuts, but they've also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's right. Because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven- pressure point massaging shampoo along with a perfectly steamed towel all while your favorite sports play on the tv you can want it all and have it all at sport clips it's a game changer did you know that socks tees and underwear are the top requested clothing items in homeless shelters well bombas is helping by creating comfy essentials and donating one item for each one purchased whether that's an arch supporting sock which i have many a buttery soft tee ooh, so good and underwear that feels like nothing which sounds weird but actually is pretty great and why do i love bombas well i'm getting something great but i know i'm also doing something great so when you are ready to get comfy and give back head over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20 percent off your first purchase a cat with a teratoma terrorizes teens on a yacht. We saw the uninvited, so you know what that means. Now it's time for How to Discreate.
1: We're gonna have a good time, celebrate some failure, not just be a hater. because you know you wonder how to discriminate? Let's wallow in the mediocrity of some bar art. Perhaps we'll find the answer to the question,
0: how did this get made? Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How did this get made? I'm your host, Tall John Shear, aka Paul Shear, and welcome to Teratoma Tober? Or maybe it's Teratoma Fall? I don't know. All I know is that we've done two movies back to back about Teratomas who are killing people, and that is weird. Uh unintentional but uh, but that's where we're at. Clone Girl Summer's over and Terratober is here. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. Uh, what do you need to know? Well, The Uninvited uh, came out in 1987 or 1988 depending on where you look. And um, this movie is about a cat with a teratoma inside, kind of uh, kind of like a Russian nesting doll situation where it's uh, a teratoma wearing a cat suit. I don't know. There's a lot to break down in here, but the cat uh, gets loose on a rich man's yacht that some spring breakers have uh, connived their way on to and terror or teratoma ensues. Anyway, I don't know how to break it all down, but I'm going to have some help with my co-host, Mr. Jason Manzukis.
1: You know, Paul, the fact that we've chosen two movies that deal with territory, we, it's it's as if this is something we care about. And I think this was, <laughs> if I'm not wrong, a complete accident.
0: Uh, it was a complete accident. But I will never put anything past our amazing uh, producer, Avril Halley, for finding movies that thematically connect in ways that are uh, bizarre. Um, to because- watch
1: to watch a movie that came out this year, uh, or just not even this year, this past month, you know, uh, Malignant, James Wan's Malignant. And then what year was this from? 1987. 1987's The Uninvited, a movie I had never heard of. Had you? Never. No.
0: Well, I mean, Jason, I think the reason why we haven't heard of this movie is because of the first title card, which was Amazing Movies. That was the name of the production yeah. company. Amazing, Amazing Movies. movies. What would this you call movie,
1: <laughs> this entire movie, and I, I, I'm i wondering if you think of this in the same way that I do. I watched this and mm. I kept being like, what is What is this movie? Yeah. Like, you know, it keeps... And so I I got, like, 20 minutes in, and I felt like this movie was the... Do you remember the Adult Swim special, Too Many Cooks? Yeah, yeah. This movie is Too Many Cooks as a movie. It just keeps... Introducing characters, introducing genre changes, Intra- you know, like it starts off inside of like a a a, 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 bil- a lab facility where they're experimenting on cats. And then it's then it becomes then it turns into like a teen sex comedy. But then it turns into a mobster, uh, uh, like it gets to the Cayman Islands chase movie. Like it be- it keeps changing what it is so much so that I was like, am I supposed to be paying attention to these characters? It felt like too many cooks. Like, who are the characters I'm meant to be following?
0: Well, here's the other part of it that's so bizarre, which is simply that there are no other characters besides the people that we are introduced to. This movie really has no extra speaking roles besides our main it is well like a except for all room. the people yes
1: except for all the people before the boat there are like once very they're on few. the boat yes very few but those like, people, it's the hotel but, manager but it's, it's all the yeah. people that are working at the cat lab who get murdered when the cat gets like just because you're you, watching though. all those it's people small. and you're like wait a minute are these important people nope they're all nope. dead now
0: <laughs> they're all go- but it had the same opening as malignant the same yeah. opening um i will say this uh we we're talking about too many characters but today we are without one of our uh, staple characters, I'm going to call her a character, and that is June. She is not going to be pleased with that. Uh, Miss June Diane Raphael, who watched this movie, and then her call time shifted, and because of release dates, we could not figure out how to do this episode with her, so we wanted to make sure we didn't release a rerun, so here we are, Jason and I, for the first time ever in 10 plus years, doing an episode, just me and you. Wow. Um, this is interesting.
1: We'll try interesting. and get June's because you said she watched it, we'll try and get some sort of reaction to, yes. th- to this from June uh, at a future date. I will see if
0: I can get her in front of a microphone. It's very difficult. She's a very busy person. <laughs> um, but, but I know that I really want to get her thoughts on the T-shirts uh, in this movie because, again, 80s style is something oh, that yeah. I'm constantly amazed by. And the, the shirts in this movie by our two lead characters um that were introduced to them are bizarre. And I don't know if you remember these shirts, but I've never seen a shirt like this. It's a t-shirt where the collar is intact, but a large portion of it yeah. beneath the collar is not. It is... Yeah.
1: It, it it's is, all uh, cut up. It's all yeah. like there's exposed, you know. But the, like, color is yes, still, the, the, the collar, collar is still like the collar is still there. White yes, collar
0: and it's it is. It's this,
1: a- this movie's got a lot of '80s. There's there's a lot of '80s fashion. There's a lot of '80s hairstyles from both. Because I mean, again, like to try and. To try and ex- explain uh, the story of this movie, because for the all intents and purposes, this movie is about a group of teenagers who are on spring break yes. who get kind of brought on to a kind of mobster, vil- generic mobster villain bad guy's I- yacht. By who the way, is, I love he's this trying to guy. Esca- yeah, he's trying to escape to the Cayman Islands with $4 million so he can pick up even more of his money. His right-hand man is George Kennedy, who's like, you know, George Kennedy. By the um, way,
0: top build. George Kennedy Of course, because everybody build. else is an unknown. Yes, and you know? he has a very small part. He is like the lead henchman yeah. to this <laughs> main man who, by the way, I was like is this guy Charlton Heston's stand-in because he has the same kind of voice as Charlton yeah. Heston and he has got a very thick mustache and uh we know that he's wealthy because he's been on the cover of Forbes
1: twice and and, and the and one of the te- one of the teenage boys it keeps talking to him like I look up to you so yes. much, you're my hero. So I was like, Oh, so this guy isn't like a mobster, like he's a bad guy. He's no. he's a he's, he's somebody- Gordon Gecko. Yes, he's I was going to say he's some sort of businessman who is like a, a known person, but he is doing incredibly easy. He, he's either embezzling this money or I couldn't figure it out. He needs to get to the Cayman Islands so he can get his money out. They're being chased. So the teenagers agree to be the crew of the yacht. Well, the now, again, to them- meanwhile, there is a cat on board. That has a demon living inside it. And
0: let's just talk it, let, let's just break it down. because That's the movie. The, the teratoma, the teratoma is not, we understood a teratoma um, in the last film to be a part of, uh, of the body, like a, a, a cancerous growth. Here, the teratoma is simply a, a straight-up alien, a Ghoulie, if you remember that film, kind of creature that lives inside the cat so much so that it can take itself out of the cat's mouth, attack, yes. and then open the cat's mouth and get back in kind like of a little weasel. It's,
1: in the beginning, it felt like Alien, like you yes. said earlier, like where Alien opens its mouth and then a smaller head and mouth comes out of it. Yeah, because that's its first appearance appears like that. But then, yes, it appears as though the the teratoma or the 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 Whatever alien or whatever it is can fully exit the cat's body, leaving behind just—I'm uh, assuming the like a pelt—and then it yes. comes back, crawls inside. Did you think at all? The, the first couple of times I saw the the alien, yeah. it looked like a dog, and I was like, "What an irony would it be if there was a dog? Oh, a inside dog inside of sis? this cat!
0: What a ultimate revenge! The dog is finally." I mean, we don't. By the way, it the, turns out we don't know what it turns out to know, be. We don't know.
1: But I was like, "Wow, that would be really dogs out there trying to give cats a bad name."
0: Do you remember Ghoulies, Jason? At all? Like, I, I, I remember
1: go- the video box because it was so clear. What right? Ghoulies was the thing sticking his yes. head up from the toilet, right? Yes, I
0: mean that. I I've never so saw the movie either, I did but not I just see the movie. But I
1: have absolute recall of the video cassette box on the shelf.
0: Me too. It's like a it's like a, a little alien coming out of a toilet seat with suspenders, like wearing almost like a Mork oh, and Mindy. Oh, I outfit. don't remember suspenders.
1: Oh, oh yeah, he's oh, wearing wow. he's
0: wearing a a blue shirt with red suspenders. Oh, I, and, I didn't realize
1: it was even that far. Okay, wow. Yeah,
0: so Ghoulies are kind of like I think like an R rated. Uh, gremlins. the gremlins you know and so there's a yeah, ghouls gremlins
1: two. chud like there was all these movies that were um that i i, I did, were you a horror movie kid
0: no or my a teenager. God, no. Or, I, I mean i know? was jason one of my like strongest memories as a child was seeing a mere like moment of nightmare on elm street like one of the later ones and being so freaked out that as an older child, like, I didn't know what to do with myself because I was too old to go into my parents' bedroom. But that's the <laughs> only thing that I wanted. Oh, that's
1: so. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, I, I get need it.
0: to get out Comfort. of my, yeah. I need to get out of this thing. But I remember being in my bed going, it's not appropriate. I, I would feel uncomfortable oh, for really me to funny. do this. But, yeah. like, I, I I was not into horror. My mom loved Horror. My mom oh, was always watching uh Phantasm and Flowers Whoa. in the Attic. My mom read all those V C Andrews books and she was, you know, watching but Phantasm. Psycho.
1: That's oh, That's Phant- interesting.
0: I know. She was I uh, was like,
1: not a I also was yeah. not a horror person. Not a well, not like a Uh, horror slasher kind of what you're to Hellraiser phantasm like that stuff. I watched Psycho or like the old like the quote unquote like The Omen or The Exorcist things that were felt like I was supposed to have seen those movies but I was not into and continue to have not been really I'm not a horror person like I don't keep up on all the Conjuring movies or the you know all of the stuff that is being done inside of horror So, so so much of it to me is like is Lost, but yes. like what we're talking about, that era of ghoulies and chuds and all of these kind of gross, you know, like, uh, I feel like we did Leprechaun on this, which was like a real, uh, which was popular at the time, like all those creepy movies that felt like, like, like this- really. Gross. This is
0: like when, like Stan Winston was like living the life and, like creature makers, like you know there was yeah. this period where you could create a creature that wasn't CGI and it was like it was like that movie we did with Anthony Michael Hall with, with that little gnome, the gnome, a gnome named, named Norm. Norm. You know, it's like it's just like let's make them gross, let's make them yeah. weird, let's see their little assholes and like whatever they are. Like remember, no, like they, 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 say, remember oh that yeah, scene when they took off his assholes. pants? I mean, yeah, like, but they, I think
1: we only saw his butt. Do you oh, remember I mean, seeing uh, his
0: asshole? No, and I mean, it was little. A little, I mean, I'm just assuming, right, but, like, right. but the idea is like, I feel like we got like the full weirdness of these, like, yes, monster creators. Like, we're gonna do this, and you could show more and do. I mean, I'm looking online and I read that some people hypothesize, oh boy, <laughs> that, <laughs> oh my God. that this is a that, okay, uh. So there's there's one theory that is this is a cat that is infected with a genetically engineered virus. OK. Okay. Uh, and that is what uh, is is kind of what we're seeing. But what Us, other people. Is
1: this like a covid-19? It would happen. It came from a lab. Well, yes, it came from a lab. Uh, that
0: first scene was in the Wuhan. Uh, and so this. But the other people that I think a stronger contingent believe that a genetically altered mutant cat is placed inside a house cat. Like, like someone made a mistake. It's like, oh shit, let's shove huh. this cat in there. Like, well,
1: let's e- the opening scene. The, I, I, well, one of the things that I enjoyed about the credits was the credits does this thing where they show you a scene, yes. then they go to then they go to credits, yes. then they show you another scene, then they go to credits. Then, you, know, you, see, you see this sometimes in movies, right? Yeah. Uh, but they do it. For so long, it becomes hilarious. Um, it-, <laughs> it becomes hilarious. How many, how many little scenelets are between the credits, and how those scenelets seem to all be from like different movies? Um, it becomes absolutely hilarious. But that first scene in the lab, where they're referring to the cat by like its test subject number and yes. they're they're injecting it with whatever leads me to believe that yes whatever experimenting they're doing on the cat is what created the teratoma or something like that right it's I yes. don't think it's an alien I don't no. think it's like a uh, you I'll, know I I think it's I think whatever they did in that lab is what caused this cat to be what it is
0: I'll play a little clip this is the most backstory we're gonna get
1: you think it could be a teratoma? I don't know. I don't think so. Never seen anything like this. Look, just bring the subject in and we'll cut it open. See what's growing inside of it.
0: You know, even looking at that clip, Jason, I'm looking at the x ray of the cat because it's a freeze frame. And it does look like a cat's body. And there is like a mass inside the belly. So it's like a, yeah. there is like a sleeping mass in there. But because, and I guess this is where I don't know that much and I've learned a lot, uh, a lot of our. <laughs> A lot of our theories about tumors were taken to task in the Discord and last episode. Uh, I learned a lot about a lot of disgusting things. But it doesn't seem like a teratoma can leave and come back. And, and that's where I feel like these doctors were probably trying to make sense of something that they have never seen before. So we don't know. We just simply don't know what is going on with and this cat. And who nor can will tell we ever us, find out. Who, Nobody yeah. who
1: can tell us is still alive. You know, that's the thing. Uh, yes. Is You would think, okay, so they so at the beginning... They lose the cat. The cat gets out. There's like an aimless chase around a parking garage. Oh, by the way, can um, I just talk about that chase? They, yeah.
0: They cut to the cat's POV. point of view. Yeah. yeah. That happens and, a
1: couple times in the movie.
0: And it's so high. Yeah. It's as if a cameraman was holding a camera at their knee. Yes. So that would mean that the cat would be... Is like-
1: the size of a German shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It was
0: making me laugh. Like, no one was like, maybe a little bit lower. No, yeah. it was so, it's no, like the cat door was door like handle the height, height.
1: I was just going to say, the cat was the height of a, like a car door. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's like uh, James it, Corden cat from Cats and was running think, around in the parking lot. <laughs> you would think that, oh, okay, this movie is about this cat. This cat is the most interesting thing because it yeah. has a, like a, some sort of murderous thing inside of it. And when it's being chased, the murderous thing comes out and kills people. Okay. You would think the rest of the movie. The, the people way, from the science lab would be trying to get their cap back.
0: Nope. nope. No, well, I mean, I think, I'll, I think a lot of them have died. It seemed like they were working late at night yeah. in the laboratory. I thought it was a very suspect move that the scientist, who seems to be a straight-up scientist, takes the gun from the police officer or security guard. Give me that gun. Yeah, yeah, give me that. And he starts firing off random shots around the, the, the garage, like as if he was a crack shot. The um, entire
1: movie, this is what blew my mind. Almost every location has an overwhelming amount of ambient noise.
0: Oh, God, yeah.
1: Like, I like mean... fans that are going, like air conditioning units, the boat has wind and other, like every, the, the, a lot of the movie is 80 yard as a result, but there are whole scenes that unfold where on every edit. You're hearing the change in pitch of whatever industrial fan that they cannot because turn off is that is in, they're
0: in some sort of bowel of the yes. boat and it's like you're hearing the whirring of fans but it's not like because the movie dictates it it's no, simply because that's be- how a, yeah
1: that's what they were stuck with so it's it, the it's echoing super of a car a lot crazy I the mean the ambient a, sound is so overwhelming <laughs> How did this
0: get made is sponsored by Squarespace. That's right, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your terms. Now, let me tell you this. Now they have this Fluid Engine, which is a next-generation website design system where you can just drag and drop. It's so easy, it's so fun. Plus, they have this asset library so you can merge all your files from one central hub. I love it so much. Now, let me tell you, I talk about their customer support. I had an issue. Something went wrong, and not only did they get back to me in a timely fashion, but they solved my problem. And Squarespace passed the Paul Shear test. All right, so you could check out my website with a very new feature, that's right, an exclusive feature that allows you access to Paul Shears childhood. If you bought my book, you can sign up for that and you can get videos and pictures and all this kind of cool stuff. I built that on Squarespace. Check it all out. I love Squarespace. You will too. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. How did this get made? We'll be going to the UK in March and April, not just the UK. We're also going to Ireland. And you know what? I am excited to go overseas, but I realized that while I'm spending money over there, I could actually be making some money on the side over here by hosting my place. Now, let me tell you about hosting your place. It's something that you can do. It's available for everyone. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Now, many people uh, host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't realize that their space could even be an Airbnb. I mean, hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com host. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect. But also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with paramount plus plus so much more start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com see walmart plus terms and conditions $35 order minimum paramount plus essential plan only separate registration required There is a moment in this movie where George Kennedy, uh, our star, our leader here, who could have easily played our rich
1: millionaire. I uh, mean, we're talking about George Kennedy from the Dirty Dozen. He's like, uh, this is a gun. Yes.
0: (laughs) The um, George Kennedy, by the way, there is an amazing story that Rob Hubel has posted on his Instagram page. I just thought about this because of Naked Gun, where uh, an actor, uh, mistook Rob Hubel, for Leslie Nielsen, and oh, yeah. then after days of working with him, and then was revealed that he was not, and the actor had a, a kind of a meltdown. Like, oh my god, I've been telling all my friends that I've been working with Leslie Nielsen, and, and you're this, not. This
1: was like in recent time, and about three weeks ago, and, and Leslie Nielsen died like fifteen years ago, and so, as yeah. an so elderly Rob, man.
0: So Rob not only had to reveal that he was not Leslie Nielsen, but. This man's hero has also been dead for quite some oh,
1: time. I mean, I that's a real one-two
0: blow. I mean, really, there it is. But George Kennedy is doing his best, and against all odds, because they you're talking about the sound. The sound is one thing. They are also fighting hard wind. Oh hard yes. Hard wind. Like and you George, can
1: see it visually.
0: There's a scene where they're on the front of a boat, and George yep. George Kennedy's I've never seen Hair being mm-hmm. blown to such a degree where they weren't like maybe like there there's every no option. Cut,
1: everybody, everybody in that conversation, every time they cut their hair is being blown hilariously like they are just prisoners to the environment and they don't, they can't like, because they've set this movie on the boat and they're, they're committing to that. Yes. Um They are trapped in the, uh, the circumstances that the environment is giving them. So the hair, the, the wind rather is such a problem in so many scenes. You can hear it. You can see it. It's, it's incredible. There's and, so much funny stuff in there.
0: And, you know, when we're talking about this movie where, Again, this is one element of the movie because the other element of the movie that is hilariously incongruous to what we've
1: been seeing is this spring
0: break movie that has
1: yes. giant Like holes. a 1980s spring break kids movie. And if you wouldn't mind, Devin, every time we... we Because they'll do this throughout the movie. Yes. They'll hard cut to the spring break young people from like the old men is crime exactly story. This exactly what I was going to... Yep. And they will put upbeat synth music to 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 key you into the fact that we this is the lighthearted part so devin if you don't mind will you just drop that in right here so we know we're talking about the spring break part boom <laughs>
0: That music is so unnerving because we've just seen a cat kill multiple people and then yes. do 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 do
1: it's it happens like af, I think it happens after like uh, George uh, Kennedy and the other guy kill after giving the guy an explanation about what blackmail is and then they yes. kill, they drown him in the in the hot tub or whatever they drown him in well, the little yeah. pool. Let's uh, talk and then about they, that. By the way, then they hard cut to the teenagers who are like having a party. You know, do, it's do, like do, what?
0: Do, do. It's like you're cutting. It's like you're cutting back and forth from The Godfather to Charles in Charge, and yes. it's like and they, like you you have no control over when it's switching, and then all of a sudden those two shows merged, and it's like oh gosh, I guess Scott Baio and Willie Ames are now in The Godfather. Okay, yeah. okay, um, <laughs> but there there is a sequence in here. We miss some large chunks of the film. In this moment, where our rich man, who, by the way, is on the cover, I don't know if you saw this, but he's on the cover also of Money Magazine. And the I think picture, his name is Mr. Graham. Okay, yes, Mr. Graham. Walter Graham yeah. is on the cover of Money Magazine. And this is the, uh, the Charlton Heston uh, stand-in. And he, the picture on the front of Money Magazine is clearly an image from the movie where he had just... Uh, Drown the Man. It's like at night. It looks like a TMZ photo, but it is the cover photo of Money Magazine. And that is up. It's not posed. It's a it is a still in the darkness of night of this man on the Money Magazine. And this movie shows those scenes. I mean, this is one of my favorite types of movies because it, like, we have 10 days, we got this cat, let's make a movie. Like, there's an well, but energy to this that's like,
1: movie. what is the... Because the cat, obviously, the most interesting component of the movie, but it is serviced the least. For example, there's a... Like, the cat seems to try and behave altruistically. So yes. if people are nice to the cat, the cat will protect them or will whatever. So do you remember the scene where there's a guy who's nice to the cat and then people come and beat the guy up and steal his truck? Yes. And then the cat jumps in the truck and kills the two guys and forces them in the truck to drive off a bridge. I was like, how is this helping the poor man who just got beat up? Now his and now his truck has just been demolished. <laughs> like, I was like, this is, this cat, I don't understand, like, what the cat is trying to do.
0: Well, I was going to ask, is the cat a hero? And the answer would be no, because the cat kills th- everybody. Ni- nice people. The cat kills nice people. Like, the two people who survive at the end, and we'll get to them, um, they arguably should be saved. They seem to be the least involved yes. the least evil not that anyone really deserves to die ultimately mean, i think at that point the, the cat is yes.
1: just hungry Okay. They keep they keep talking one, one of the things I couldn't figure out is they keep talking about like what happens if the cat gets hungry again, blah, blah, blah. It's like what happened like that guy who's like, I lost feet. when the guy who's shot just grazed with a bullet, yeah. which makes he's grazed in the arm with a bullet, but goes to great effort to be like, Oh, but now my arm, I can't feel anything in my arm. I can't feel it. And then they take the bandage off and the cat is just eating his arm whole. It was right?
0: it was so shocking like so it, shocking it, it, the 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 cat was just chowing down so the cat was sitting there and she's with him and in like they're they're cuddling. making out they're, they're making they're out like, yeah. so she's not feeling like this cat just
1: chowing or smelling it yes smelling it hearing it, it? hearing a demon or a, or a, a, a teratoma just chomping away on this guy's fingers and oh. hand I was like this is crazy but anyway so then okay so he dies oh mm-hmm. my god it, it's the best because he he just once he sees it he just starts screaming what is it the poison in, is inside yeah, me yeah, po- i got the poison in my blood i got the poison in my blood by the way I got, this, that's the t-shirt i got the poison in I my blood i got the poison
0: in my blood and by the way i love that as a t-shirt and uh <laughs> and, it, and it's got to be <laughs> The cat coming out of the cat's mouth, which is, by the way, a lot of the posters for this movie. Um, I will say this, that it's a group of people who are not scientists. No one is involved here in understanding anything about this cat. But yet they make some very strong decisions that are immediately cemented. Like, how do they know they got poison? And then
1: why? When oh, the cat... dude. When the nerd kid. OK, so there's like three boys. Uh, the spring of this. OK, so there's like like we said, there's the mobster crew, yes. which is Mr. What's his name that I just said? Like, uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Mr. Graham. Uh, Mr. Graham, Mr. Graham, yes. who is like the bad, the head bad guy. George, um, George, George uh, uh, Kennedy is his right hand man. And then there's another there's a third guy who dies quite early. And then there That's is uh, Gallagher, by the way. Uh, oh, I didn't uh, realize that. Uh, okay. Yeah.
0: Whose son was the director who won. Project Greenlight, I think, the second to last season, and oh, who okay. directed Piranha 3DD, a movie oh, that my. I shot one day with. Oh, that's so uh, funny. But his dad was in that. His dad is yeah. like one of the most famous... Uh, kind of horror character actors. Like he's got been it. in, Clue has been in so much he's stuff. Got he's got a beloved. great turn
1: as yes. a kind of, first he's the kind of scared henchman. And then he has like a run where he's left alone to drive the boat and gets drunk and has like a big kind of drunken scene. And he's great. Anyway, he gets and killed by the way, early. the
0: smartest character because he's the only one wearing a hat. So you don't see any yeah. of his hair blowing around. Uh, <laughs> throughout the film. But, he, but when he kills yeah. that man, yeah, it is one of the most unnerving
1: scenes because because he seems unnerved. Yes. A, he seems scared that he just killed someone.
0: They bring him, they they have this scene, and again, this movie jumps around in weird ways where we are introduced to a plot about this financial maven who is doing something wrong. They got too greedy and he has an inside man and he believes the inside man has betrayed him and he brings him to the boat. He is going to pay him off $4 million, but then he winds up killing him. And the way they kill him is so aggressive. They have a gun on him, but instead they decide to drown him in a hot tub where our rich man, our Charlton Heston man, is basically sitting at the edge, almost with his feet in, as they... The camera shot is overhead and they just drowned him and and so harsh. And then Clue is just like shaking and almost yeah. vomiting that he he's, killed and he's a he's the man. one that did it. Yeah, he's yeah. the one
1: that kills him. Um, you would think it would be George Kennedy's job because he's the kind of bruiser. But no, oh, yeah. the other guy get, jumps in and drowns the guy. And then he's like, then he has like a, a crisis of conscience afterwards yes. that he just did this. Anyway, it, it's a great, he's a great It's a weird uh, dark character. moment. Inside yeah. the movie, but he also dies uh, first. Um, and then you've got the 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 uh, quintet of the uh, Spring Break Kids, which is um, uh, two women and two men who have kind of coupled off before they get on the boat, and then one lone guy who's part of the group who's the nerd. And going back to what we were talking about, he's the nerd who figures out that the cat bite... Produces like um, poison in your bloodstream because he uses a sextant, like a, a like a, yes, a ships like, yes. a nautical device used to understand distance. I believe he uses a sextant, a magnifying glass, and a bunch of other like he MacGyver's a microscope on board. <laughs> he he's on spring break. He is a teenager on spring break. Hey, he MacGyver's Jason, a microscope. You know he and he be. discovers that the blood is it, tainted and that the cat or whatever is some sort of like, uh, 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 it's infecting the, it's giving, that's what the poison in the blood is. Uh, and that's why when the brunette boys arm gets eaten, he kills himself by screaming, I got the poison in my blood, and and then jumps overboard.
0: And and takes the other woman with him. I know, well, she doesn't want to let him kill himself, but you have You have to. But here's the thing. When the poison gets in your blood, it seems like there would be another teratoma formed, or at least that would be like like alien, well, they right? Kept like the idea threatening.
1: Like, there's lots of bubbling beneath the skin surface that they show in the neck and in the chest. Like there's all this bubbling as if there's going to be a chest burster type yes. or neck or no or as if the person is going to explode. But no, it just they always hard cut to the people wrapped in a sheet and them throwing them overboard. But I mean, by the way, they question. wrap
0: those people in a sheet real quick. really like, well. I mean, really, there's no really blood tightly. on the sheets. Yeah,
1: but the, but but their Why body. Keep those corpses there for the cat to eat. If they're nervous that the cat needs more food, leave the dead bodies there for the food. But it also seems to me like what like
0: the like the like it would almost be like as if the cat has injected carbonation into your skin because the the skin bubbles up like and it explodes. And but this cat is also so violent. I don't understand what again. Is the cat a hero? Is it a villain? Is this cat someone who needs to scratch
1: you to get the poison in, or is it a cat that needs to bite you? Because it seemed like bite was the concern. Did it bite you at one point? Did it bite you? Is like right. what they ask, you know. But it, it, but it
0: also seems to do such damage in such limited time. Very like, true. And the size of it fluctuates from, and maybe there's a size getting bigger because. The cat is eating, but then it gets back in the regular body of the cat. There's a lot of things that I don't know because the cat is getting, uh, I mean, that first kill. He kills, like, a security guard in an instant. There's not even, like, it's it's like like a face rip. Yeah. Oh, and
1: this movie does a lot of cutting between, like... An 80s teen dance party and like the cat viciously ripping someone's throat open or the equivalent thereof. Like, I mean, yes, it's pretty funny. I there's a great there's an insane scene where they're having like a party on the yacht like dance party on the yacht yes. and it's like nighttime and it's a party scene. And inexplicably, Mr. Um, Graham, Mr. Graham, the bad guy, the the big bad. He is the boss. Alex, He Cord. is just eating a banana. Yes. He's, no, everybody's I mean, drinking, everybody's hanging out, they're dancing. He is just has a banana as his item that he's holding. I mean, I, it, I was this, like, what is this? Who's like, I want to party more, but I got to get my potassium up. I, I have like a, I'm having like a, like a, like a deficiency, a, a, a potassium deficiency. Uh,
0: this gentleman is bizarre from the get go because there's a couple things that we don't know and that are weirdly omitted, and I think it's because they didn't have the budget to actually hire other actors. They set up, when we first meet uh, Mr. Graham, he rescues these two girls from a hotel lobby. They, they've had a bad spring break. They've had a hard time. They can't get into a hotel. He says, come, I'll have dinner with you. He has dinner with them. Is it creepy? Absolutely. Uh, but... Oh, he's
1: a creep because these are young women and he is old and a creepy jerk.
0: And the women are aware that like this something is going on. But what he what he kind of lures them in with is come to my yacht. There is going to be a party. And then the next scene, he's talking to this guy who may have ratted him out to the SEC and he oh, also, that's right.
1: The SEC, the greatest threat to Mr. Graham is the SEC. It's, and it, that's
0: like big. This is the big thing. So he has this conversation with this guy and he's like, hey, and tonight I'm having a party. And then they kill him and it's night and then cut to the next scene is the morning. And we never saw the party. And yet the party happened. It's alluded to. The girls went to that party. And now are coming back to the boat the next day. And whatever happened at this party was so bad that he, he fired or the whole the crew whole staff. walked. The whole yeah, staff The, the whole
1: staff, he says that he was, what, doesn't he say he was drunk and yelled at the whole staff? I gave him a piece of my mind and so it's my left. ship. And this ship, to be clear. The ship they're on would need a crew of, I'm going to say, 40 people. It's yes. its not like a sailboat or a... No, it's you a, know, gi- it's it a giant. It is giant. It is a boat. It is not small. Um, And so they basically are... So then he finds out the SEC are on his tail, so he has to leave and go to directly to the Cayman Islands. And the spring break teenagers are like, we'll be the crew. And so that's... So that is... Well, how, no,
0: no, no. The, well, first yeah. of all... The, the the girls come on with guys which he's not oh, happy right. with. He's yeah. not happy with. And they're, he's like, well, guys, you're going to have to go back to land. This is only for the girls. And, yeah. then, and then they're like, oh, shit, the SEC is coming. And he's like, well, plans have changed. And then George Kennedy delivers this monologue that is straight up Bananas.
1: I don't like you. I don't like punk kids that think the world owes them a living. What that means is that despite what duties that the captain has for you, I'm assigning some specific duties right now. You're the cook. You're the busboy and the dishwasher. You're the maid.
0: He assigns them the jobs on the ship, which these characters then proceed to do. Like, they're oh, like, yeah, oh, they all are like Okay. Okay, sounds good. They're like they're leaving what? Fort Lauderdale. Like, this crew is leaving Florida, leaving Can Spring Break to go question? somewhere. Yes.
1: So 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 they also in it as well. So they become the crew. They also are the reason why because one of the. Women picks up the cat oh, right. on the docks. They are the reason that the cat is brought aboard the boat to begin with. So they bring the cat aboard. They bring their these guys aboard, and so then what? What the rest of the movie is is like a trapped on a boat movie with these with a bunch of villains and then these but uh, is, spring break people. Now, but also, why I does just, the cat sabotage the boat? But okay, well the cat doesn't sabotage the boat technically it does. because. The well, cat thought- goes in like starts swiping at the at the at the in the engine room or whatever. I thought that the gunshot makes the boat sink. That's later. Okay. The, there's an earlier it seems there's a an earlier scene where the cat is like in the machine room yeah. and it like breaks a bunch of wires or something and that's when oh, the boat right. the boat stops working and the captain the the woman who's the captain and the nerdy guy who creates a microscope out of a sextant yes. they are they spend the whole movie trying to fix the boat it's right, because, because they're dead in the water.
0: Well, yes. And so they, I guess the boat needed to stop moving because they didn't have enough budget to show the boat on the water. Maybe. Really, I yeah. mean, there's a moment at the end where they do a cutaway to the boat, which is, like, it is, my kids' bath toys look better than this boat, this white oh, boat. Oh,
1: like, you mean the, the miniatures? Yeah, the miniatures. The miniatures I mean, it, for the boat sinking are hilarious. I mean, it, it's
0: kind that you would even call them a miniature. I mean, because it is... It is I mean, it is,
1: yeah, it's <laughs> it, cr- it really is like, it It does look like it was filmed in a bathtub. You're absolutely right.
0: Um, and uh, I feel like even getting to, so the only person left on this, this boat, we've talked about her a little bit, is the captain. The yes. captain is the daughter of the previous captain who this rich man won the boat from or cheated the boat out of. And she's like, somehow,
1: working. yes. So she wants, it's her, she feels as though it's her father's boat and that she wants it back. And but in the meantime, she is captaining it for Mr. Graham, who is a real piece of shit and keeps like lording over her that her father was a failure and her father lost the boat. And if he was a better captain, he wouldn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's he's like constantly needling her about the what a piece of shit her father was. And that's like so she is aligned more with the. The spring break uh, yes. team. The, let me the let good, me ask the the you, good guys. Let me ask you a question a
0: here too. Yeah. Uh, there's two outstanding questions. If I'm a multimillionaire with four million dollars in silver suitcases, um is it quicker for me to fly to the Bahamas or take a giant yacht to the Bahamas out of the port of Florida? Because I feel like that it seems like there's a that, that's a that's a huge time commitment to sail. To sail
1: from well, Fort I don't think he mean. I don't think he's trying. I think he, I think that was like an emergency move. Okay, it seemed to me like he wasn't planning on it because they didn't have a crew. They didn't do this, but then he found out he only had he had to get to the Cayman Islands ASAP ahead of the SEC so that he could get all his money out so that he could yes. be rich and three, then go and yeah, yeah, three
0: to six days to get there by boat. But at a certain okay. point, even if the SEC was on to him, I feel like he could have well okay. He doesn't want to leave his boat. I, you're I, right. I, I, I get
1: it. I, I get it. But now. This is clearly a movie, though, where someone was like, well, I, I have a, access to a boat. By the so way, So let's, yes. let's make a movie around that. Uh, I, that mean, I believe you'll be that shocked. would be what this is. You'll you know? be
0: shocked about some of the details. I mean, why not just tell you right now? Because they're they're pretty wonderful. Uh, th- here's a couple of details. Um, the entire film uh, was, was shot in Graydon Clark. That's the director's garage and swimming pool. Uh, or a majority of it was shot in his garage and swimming pool, and uh, and he paid fifteen thousand dollars to rent a yacht that he could use uh, for two weeks. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah, so he had two weeks there, and he could use the best. The rest could be on his swimming pool in there. So that that's that's uh, how he got that thing done. But I will say this: the choice to carry the cat to adopt a. A rogue dock cat. That cat was on the dock. They took it as if it had no home. You would think maybe that cat got out. Maybe someone needs that cat. They just they steal the cat. Well, they also
1: they also take off its collar, which identifies it as a lab experiment. Yes, the, the collar is from the laboratory, and so they have. Evidence. It's not until way later in the movie that, after people have been being killed by the cat, that they're like, "Well, you know, remember it was wearing that collar." Well, they even of uh, the laboratory,
0: and and they even say like it is a like they they say oh lab experiment. Like they there is a moment where they read it and register it, and they go. Eh. Like, they, yeah. like it's not like, oh my gosh, read that, read the collar, yeah. And then they read, no, it, no. oh no, they read it. It was, it was
1: public information.
0: Like so, a, yeah. So at that point, again, but
1: again, nobody seems to be looking for the cat. That's what was. I well, can't, everyone's dead. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. Everybody's dead. Uh, that's what I kept not understanding. But regardless, um, I, I have in my notes here minute fifty, and I have no idea what's happening. I mean, it, well, truly, like the the movie is awash in. Characters, character motivations—you uh, know—you—it's it, enough movie to just have the spring break kids now being the staff on the boat for Mr. Graham. Yeah. Never mind the cat with a teratoma that is killing people wantonly. Like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't go know, know what I'm supposed to be following.
0: You don't even need to have the spring break element in it. You really don't. Like there's And no everybody for gets
1: it. a romance too. Yes. Like every there's also like a soapy ro- like they're they're they are they they do not stop. Even when people start getting killed, they don't stop giving you like um, spring break love stories. No. Like like even as people are dying, um, the nerdy kid and the captain are falling in love. You know, I like that um, love story, by the way. I, yeah, that was great. the one that
0: I was I was into because at first the nerdy side, the nerdy kid, it feels left out because the, uh, the, he's the, the fifth the, wheel he is the fifth wheel. And and then to find that, like, he found his love because he refers to himself as Woody Allen, uh, which, uh, you know, of course, in that <laughs> moment, like he's like, hey, we're you know, we're a bunch of Robert Wagner's over here. And he's like, no, I'm Woody Allen. Uh, but but he's not even that like he also was not like. For a movie, wait! Of, did he
1: really say a bunch of Robert
0: Wagners? I, I feel like they referenced two other like sexy men of the time.
1: Robert Wagner, though, in light of oh, Natalie Wood's my God. Death, I didn't clock that. If no. they did, if they did, that would be wild. Uh, the big game,
0: big mods, first date, or first big break kit. Binge that new show, or binge install vids. When you're a real car lover. The choice is obvious. With over 122 million parts to fit your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, turbochargers, LED headlights, exhaust kits, bumpers, roof racks, and engines. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has all the parts you need for the ride you love. Plus, at these prices... You're burning rubber, not cash. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Texas Pete! Oh my gosh, I love Texas Pete. It is the hot sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. All right, Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold and balanced flavor. I've loved Texas Pete for years. When I got a box of their stuff at my house, I was so psyched because what I love about their hot sauce is their tanginess, okay? You can use it on anything and you're gonna try every flavor. I mean, you got the original, which is great, that's fermented peppers. It's a special blend. Then you got the hotter hot sauce, which is three times hotter than the original. And believe me, it is not for the faint of heart. Then you got Sabor by Texas Pete, which adds an authentic Mexican flavor. And I got to tell you, that might be my favorite next to their dust dry seasoning, which matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. It is so, so great. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration and use the promo code podcast24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Philo. I love Philo because Philo remembers when cable TV was affordable. Yes, Philo is the perfect thing for people who love TV and love saving money, which is me, which is you, which is everyone. Philo wants to be your TV solution. They have shows, movies, live TV, all of that for just 25 bucks a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial, no contracts, no commitments, no hassle, just a better way to watch TV. They have an unlimited DVR for one year. Plus, you can have multiple profiles and multiple streams. They've got movies on there like Kill Bill, Love Actually, Twilight, and you're never gonna miss a minute of your favorite shows like Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Friends, Golden Girls, Spongebob, whatever you want, there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. Try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash bonkers. That's dot TV slash bonkers to get 50% off your first month. There was an element to this movie where even our nerd, even though he MacGyver's a telescope, isn't aggressively nerdy. Like the character, like there was some. Well, wait, r- wait a minute. He
1: plays backgammon, so he's pretty nerdy. At one point, you see him playing backgammon, so he must be a real nerd. Oh my
0: god! There, I mean this this moment the, the, when the cat starts taking everybody out. Yeah. And again, I, this is what I love about this movie. This movie does take a couple of nice moments to live in. Um anxiety and fear like there's a great shot of one of the women uh in in the foreground of the frame completely like i am destroyed i am wrecked and there's a scene going on behind her and it's like i don't feel like you get that i don't feel like you get that in modern horror movies just like watching someone um, like yeah
1: once okay so so yeah so so what happens is one of the teenage couples is the woman with the curly hair yes. and the guy who gets shot. And then they have the makeout we talked about earlier. And the makeout, because it's 80 yard, the the wet mouth sounds are so foregrounded that I oh. really want to caution our audience to, to really beware. It is a lot of wet mouth sounds. And it goes on for a very long time because what they're doing is giving you this information to because then as she they pull away from the makeout, that's when it's revealed that the cat is literally eating his arm. Oh. And that's when he says, I got the poison in my blood about a dozen times. And then he jumps off board to, uh, to take his own life because he's got the poison in his blood. While she's trying to stop him, she gets pulled overboard yes. and and they are lost forever. Subsequently, her friend Suzanne is comes Undone psychologically. And for the rest of the movie, like, is, like, is just borderline catatonic. And then, because of starvation, starts to get tempted to break into the contaminated food reserves. Because the cat, anything the cat touches is contaminated. And so, Suzanne, unfortunately for Suzanne, she dies because she eats a few pieces of contaminated bread crust. I was like, this is... Tragic.
0: By the way, they're this. eating that like that that Repo Man level of like cornflakes and stuff. Like and Repo Man, which I believe was a uh like an Albertsons thing that happened in the eighties and seventies. It was like just white boxes for like generic things. Like oh, Lost kind I of steals see. that, Repo Man has that, and this movie has it too. It's like it is comically n- no logos on it, but it is it's just like food, yeah. cereal flakes. Like, yeah, Uh yeah. So she I mean again How the disease passes, what the
1: disease is.
0: No rules. No
1: rules. The movie gives us no rules. And because they kill all the scientists in the beginning, there seems to be no... And because nobody comes looking for the cat, nobody... There's never exposition. The, The only... There's never exposition. Actually, there's no exposition for any of the plot lines. We are... We watch this whole movie. We don't know any expositional elements about the cat. And how it got to be this way and why we never get any real understanding about Mr. Graham, why and how his whole plan has existed and what it is. Nope. We don't like we, the, our we degree, don't even the get to we, see.
0: Like I said, we don't even get to see the fucking party that yeah. creates the biggest issue in the entire film, which is like in in a scene that we don't see, he manages to. Woo these women to come back, fire his entire crew, dispose of this body, and have the like, like so yeah. much stuff happens in a scene that we don't see that I'm confused. I'm like, did they run out of How money? How long they not do you sh-
1: think they're on the boat? Just a couple of days, right? Oh, mine. I, I was gonna say like f- 15 hours.
0: Yeah. So why is
1: Suzanne so hungry that she needs to eat those contaminated scraps?
0: Well, it's spring break. You know, you're like, you're drinking a lot and you're like, you're eating in weird times. They went out to that weird party, all that cheese. I mean, that...
1: I really was like, I was like, I, I don't know. I think you can hold out. Don't do it. I mean, but she's she's convinced that they're lying to her and that the captain and the nerdy guy are saving all the food for themselves.
0: I mean, look, I would go into a pantry if everyone's dying. It's like, well, why not eat those gummy bears? I mean, what what, uh, what harm could you do? What harm at this point uh, in your so life? Oh, so
1: sad. Um, there is...
0: There is... <laughs> I just, I'm thinking about it, and I and I have another theory about the cat too. We talked about what the cat could be. Is there any world in which the cat is just an angry puppeteer who uh, is, is a, <laughs> and the, and like everything is fake? Is is really? Good. I would
1: believe you if you literally said, "Oh, this movie was written as just the Mr. Graham and the Spring Break Kids as a movie, right?" And the financier came along and said, I'll finance it, but there needs to be a cat that kills people. Amazing and films, they just, And I they know, just dropped it in a handful of times.
0: Amazing films, I know you have a history of making yes. <laughs> amazing films. Now, I like what we're doing here with the old man and the kids and
1: the yacht, but... Guys, listen, up until now, you've been pretty good films. But I would like to give you something that makes you amazing films. Well, you and that it? is this cat. And the cat is, when I tell you the cat is like a hand puppet That you know, you would clumsily, it's not like well done special effects, visual effects. It's not even very good puppeteering, to be honest. It is very much
0: like, uh, it really is like uh, like a a, a doll, like a Punch and Judy doll that you would see, where like it just, the head just kind of, you can see the arm,
1: you can see kind of the arm when it comes into frame from some directions. You can see that there is like, a man's arm in there. You know what I mean? Like, how it is-
0: will we cover that? How will we cover that? And they go, no problem. We have the best sounding meow to ever be recorded oh, in the film. Meow,
1: the meow and the cat the, the, when they have the real cat because there's also a real cat yeah. you know it's a real inside Lewin Davis kind of scenario they have a real cat that does wander around the boat and do things and they just ADR meows all over it even like although the cat's mouth never moves. Uh, by the way it does not move.
0: Here's a, a little montage that Averill made of some of the cat meowing just to get a sense and you'll hear some of the music and it will go all over the place. You guys hear that?
1: This movie has so much absolute nonsense in it. Like, true, true nonsense. The, and the, I can't uh, express enough... The abruptness of the cuts from killing people and murder to and Devin, please put it here, upbeat synth pop, you know, uh. pop music for the for an eighties dance party. Like, and then we know, like, oh, we're back to this. Everybody's doing great now. We're like, it's flirting, it's this, it's that, it's this, it's like eighties, like. But no, it was. Just, we just watched it. It really is very clunky yeah. and very funny. You
0: know Jason, as you know, like, we're we're both film buffs and many film buffs would debate for hours could Jack have uh fit on that door frame from the Titanic and uh and now I guess I want to ask you a question that I had at the end of this film. Could our uninvited uh. cat uh survive in that storm on the briefcase that it escapes on because the end so of this movie. So here's the yeah. thing.
1: So the end of the movie the 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 boat sinks and our remaining protagonists are Nerd and Captain. Yes, who are the captain and the nerd who have now fallen in love, escape on a dinghy, on like a lifeboat rather. And it's and, a, it's
0: actually a nice sized lifeboat. Like it, it is yeah. uh it seems to have some weight to it. It's not like a a, a rubber orange one like they yeah. they you feel good about their chances of getting to shore.
1: So, and then, of course, the cat jumps up, attacks them. And they successfully throw it overboard and it's over. And then the guy goes, Rachel, it's not over yet. And the cat jumps back into the boat and attacks them in the exact same way again. And then and I the think it's is it getting a fatter. Time? The cat is yeah. getting
0: fatter and wider. The cat is looking more and more like Garfield. Well, I guess it's
1: been eating.
0: Well, I guess, but not in between those two scenes. Like, I mean, when you first attack, like the cat is thrown into the water yeah. and then paddles back to the boat with such force and then is wider. And the only way I could describe it is- The cat uh,
1: seems to be jacked now. Yes. It, it, like, the cat it, like, is, yeah. it's a jacked
0: cat. It's a jacked cat. And and we've maybe, got ourselves
1: a jacked cat on our hands at the very end. <laughs>
0: That's the shirt. Jack Cat. Uh but the cat looks to me Jack like,
1: Cat.
0: <laughs> Blah, meow. Jack ca-
1: Cat is like written in like meme font, like uh. big white rec- letters.
0: I mean um, it, it, by the way when that but that cat looks like and again, I'm dating myself with all these older references, but back in the day they used to sell these like um Garfield's that would like stick on your back window or your side window of your car. It was like Garfield was like uh like, I hate Mondays. Uh, yeah, exactly. but like splayed, like, you know, and it was like, yeah. uh, you know, like, hilarious. Um, I told you about this. I, if I didn't tell it on the podcast, I'll repeat my, well, if I didn't tell it on the podcast, uh, I, I must have told you in real life that. I, you know, that was a big thing when I was a kid, like these like little signs and you it would all start with like baby on board was like the first one baby on board. So it would make you slow down if you were near a car like that or, or maybe alert the police, whatever, whatever the situation might be if, if you were in an accident. And then they started to have these parody ones like these other warnings on the car. You know, it's like, hey, asshole on board or, you know, my wife's a shopper on board or chocaholic on board. You got all silly. And one day I was at the store and they had one uh, that said, I'm not bald, I'm just getting more head. And I bought that from my dad because my dad was a bald man. Okay. And uh, and oh I put boy. that up but did
1: not understand. You did not understand the second meaning.
0: Yeah, the second meaning yeah. that my dad was, I got a sign up to sit I'm bald. But in my dad's defense, Did your dad get it? Oh, yeah. And he okay, was okay. mortified by it. Because there's because a I,
1: version, too, where your dad also doesn't pick up on it because he's seeing right. it the way you are. And it's from you. And it's like, you know.
0: But he also recognized that I bought this and thought it was yeah. funny. And he wasn't trying. <laughs> he was trying to basically say, like, I'm not upset that you're making a bald joke. Uh, like, I want to embrace that you are finding humor here. But I also need to embrace that. I can't have a sign that says I'm getting more blowjobs because, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> Like, totally you know and did so, he have
1: to explain that no, to you though? Like, he just oh okay that's he, what I was. Wondering. he basically
0: okay. found a way to take it down uh and uh and, but like it was awkward because it was like he couldn't really explain it to me and then uh I because t- I used to work at my dad's pharmacy and one of the the guys who was a younger guy uh explained it to me he goes that means that your dad's having more sex and I was like Oh, got it. <laughs> so I, I took down my dad's That's demoria.
1: really funny. But all, this, really is funny. all I know, this is funny. Somebody same. I know, their grandmother once gave that, like when they were like 14 or 13 or 14, I can't remember. Their grandmother gave them a mug that said, I'm a bitch when I have PMS. <laughs> and they all were like. We think she doesn't know what PM we, we they decided the grandmother just didn't know and just knew it was like a a funny mug Yeah yeah yeah. You know and just thought it was a funny mug that she didn't quite understand. Oh my god.
0: That shit makes me laugh so hard cuz like you're you're trying and, then, and I think that's like all like Spencer's gifts like, oh yeah, lived in this line of like, oh my god, dirty but not dirty. I mean, I had so many shirts that said like Big Johnson, you know, Big Johnson Seafood Company. It was like Harry Clams two ninety nine. Really? Oh, oh my god! Oh, I could oh, never. Oh, I, could I wore those never. shirts and I wore them underneath my like. I went to Catholic school, so like that was,
1: FBI, Federal Boob Inspector, or the, what, the, whatever. The big nonsense. Johnson
0: ones. The Big Johnson ones were always like. It, it was a big, it was called these big, they're called Big Johnson. And it was like, again, like I didn't quite understand them. Uh, Cody is asking, I wore them to Catholic school. What, the only way I could express my individuality at Catholic school was wearing interesting t-shirts underneath my white shirt. So like, if you were able oh, to Oh, so pull like your Superman,
1: sh- you, yes. would, you would pull it open to reveal.
0: No, what you would do is you would tuck your shirt in as tight as you could so the white shirt would be up against the lettering so it would almost be see-through so oh, you could so wear whoa. so you could wear whatever you wanted underneath
1: that's amazing
0: yes so that was the way that we all got around like so the whenever i took off my my jacket if i you know it kind of like went down to like write and do my tests the person behind me would be able to read the the menu from big johnson seafood company <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> this jacked up cat gets like uh, they they are able to Jack fight off the, cat meow uh, Me- is able to fight meow <laughs> uh, meow motherfucker <laughs> the uh, this cat is able to survive on a floating silver briefcase they take the million dollars out of one briefcase and. Um, and then it sails to
1: shore for... Well, because they decide... Yes. ...that the only reason the oh, yeah. cat continues to attack them is because they're the only thing floating. So it, it has no place else to go. So they throw a briefcase overboard so that the cat will jump on that instead of jump on the boat. Yes. And try and, and
0: kill them. Again, crazy logic, but it works. No, but it works. Uh, but the cat makes it to shore. And just like the beginning of Jurassic Park 2... Uh, this cat is on the beach, this little boy grabs it, for the best freeze frame in movie oh history God. I've ever seen.
1: No, wait, wait. So, okay, yeah. you're wrong a wait, little bit.
0: Wait, wait, it happened? How?
1: So, uh, the, the thing that happens, I think, the cat doesn't survive, the teratoma does on the briefcase, because when the little oh, boy picks right. up the it's cat at the cat. end, it's a different cat. Yes, okay. So, I think the... Whatever work, the teratoma, the whatever word, the, the alien, yes, demon, whatever, the thing inside of the cat, it survives. Um, so we were cat, only seeing the teratoma at the end. The jacked cat the was end, just the teratoma. The jacked cat is just the teratoma. Okay. It's not the cat. The It's not the, it's kind not the of, cat um, anymore. The, the tabby cat that Got it has it. been. Because the cat that the boy picks up is like a black cat. It's a black cat, yes. You know, it's a different color. So I think we're meant to believe. And the kid is looking directly into the lens. The kid picks it up with two
0: hands and looks directly into the lens. And it looks like he shit his pants. Like it's like. It's, yeah. like, it's like, it's, it's pained, but also like, 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 satisfied. It's a week. Yeah. And it's like, and the movie ends on this image of a boy just holding this cat. And uh, arguably this cat will then, I guess, kill everyone in his family.
1: I think, I mean, I, I kept it. They were a little fast and loose, but the cat seems to be nice to people that are nice to it and try and protect them. So maybe, right. the, maybe, maybe is, I'm going to, I'm about to ask a, a question that I suspect you already have the answer to. Are there sequels to this movie?
0: Uh, I wish I came prepared with that, but no, I mean, I, I didn't do that research, okay. but yes, there, okay. is no, there is no, there is no, there's no sequel that I can find. Okay. Cause um, I was like,
1: this is one of those things that I could imagine you saying to me, oh yes, there's five of them. No, you know, you I know what I mean? it, it
0: feels like it is setting it up for a sequel. And I feel like they probably intended it to be this way. What is actually great is when I did this uh, horror movie film festival out in New Orleans a couple of years ago, I found this group called uh, Vinegar Syndrome. And Vinegar Syndrome, uh, if you don't know, I don't give them a shout out because I love what they do. They are the restorers of these types of movies. They're like cult film preservation and re-releasing. And they re release this on Blu-ray. And it is.
1: Oh, so they and wait, this literal one. This literal one, yeah. So oh, cool. They have
0: Jason. You got to go on this website because you will. It's like all the movies that we saw in the video store that maybe we maybe weren't allowed to yeah, rent. Totally, uh, and uh, they do a great job at like restoring them and adding extras and doing all this sort of stuff. That's where Tammy and the T Rex came from. Uh, oh, from okay. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. so yeah, they do oh, a cool. bunch of really, really like, great, like things.
1: low budget kind of genre
0: stuff. Exactly, and it's Got yeah. It. And so they they have commentary tracks with the director on there. They oh, have wow. like a uh, the whole thing with the cinematographer, which I think I would love to. Maybe get it's sold out right now, but i uh, have just a shout out to that company for keeping these I movies that are I like that they're that doing that because
1: this is, you know, this is a nuts movie. Yes. it's got it's got a lot of problematic '80s stuff that we've seen in a lot of our other '80s movies. This movie might as well have been brought to you by the male gaze. Yes. but it is a um, it is '80s in ways that are both. Bad and also amazing. Yes, uh, and so so like that. That I like that they are you know because we've done movies like Chopping Mall or like a bunch of movies from this era that have this kind of vibe, this kind of sleazy kind of horror, scary genre vibe. Uh, and there was a lot in here that I really enjoyed. As a result, you know the yeah. cat stuff. The cat stuff is straight up. Like I, I wish mean- there was more. You know, it really, because that's like, I really, I had trouble following the Mr. Graham storyline, but the cat just fucking murdering everybody. I was like, please I, bring me more cat, Jack cat murderer. I mean,
0: I, I, I was kind of, and not, this is not about his character and again, the, the sleaziness of this rich man uh, picking up these two women. It was more like, I love this kind of acting. This kind of like, don't you tell me what to do. I'll tell you what to do right now. Go fuck yourself, you dummy. Like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's so like emotionless, but also full of like venom. And he is. Yeah, no, it is. I could, no, watch, that is. It's I could crazy. watch that gentleman talk for he, he's great. Like he's, there's just like it's an old school style of acting that I really, really, it's really very
1: love. stylized and presentational in a way that is part of a lot of genre filmmaking of this era. I feel like. Uh, yes. let, let you know.
0: Let's uh, obviously we have opinions about this movie, uh, but there are people out there with a different opinion. It is now time for second opinions.
1: Tell me what is the message Maybe that art is subjective I need a second opinion
0: Well, Jason, uh, I first want to say thank you to John Lajoie for, uh, for that amazing theme song. Um, but... Here we go. We got a lot. We got a lot of uh, opinions here that are really fun. These are... um, There are only 128 total reviews. 62% of them are five-star. 6% are one-star. These are always uh, cold together by Nate Kiley, our amazing researcher who puts together all the information on this movie. And look, there is an element to a film like this, like we always get into, where people are being a little bit tongue-in-cheek. So I'm always trying to look through and be like, is this real or is this somebody just, you know, trying to do a bit in the the comments? But this one, I believe, is real. It's written by Irish, and Irish writes, this film has been masterfully restored. The picture quality is incredible. The extras are very nice. There's even restored footage that improves the understanding of the plot. Speaking of plot... This film is stupid, but interesting. A genetically modified cat inside a normal cat escapes a lab and gets stranded on a yacht and starts killing passengers. The pacing is excellent. The acting is actually decent. I recommend this new release. It's great and very entertaining. Five <laughs> stars. So it's like, oh, wow. Okay, there we go. And then it goes here to Nola Boy, 2003. It goes, there. are aren't too many killer cat movies out there. And the ones that they do have pretty much all suck. This is the best one of the few that they have. So I have to give it five stars till something else comes out. It's a really good film, but the special effects could have been better, even for 1989. Look, Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Those came out around the same time. So why couldn't this have special effects close to that movie? Also the box art shows the black cat killing. The cat is orange. A black cat would have suited the film better. I love this film on Blu-ray. Uh, and I'm so excited wow. it's available. Five stars, great killer cat movie. <laughs> a lot of passion. I reviews. love
1: that I love that this person is only considering it from inside the silo of killer cat movies.
0: I love that. But it also makes a great point. It would have been better as a black cat. The movie, the yeah. sequel, is the better one because that is a black cat on the beach. Yeah, it um, would be better. And yeah. we finally end with Carl Easter. Carl Easter writes, um, this was wicked to watch because I have two cats. So it oh. gave me a good scare. Ooh. <laughs> I oh like boy. that he may that his cats might be uh laying in
1: wait to or his uh, cats to... might be might get some ideas <laughs> the um I was I loved the reveal early in the first in the stairwell when the cat opens its mouth and a another Animal emerges from its mouth like that. Yes, it's not just to be clear. It's not just a, there's a cat that kills people. There's a thing inside the cat that kills people, which is much harder to pull off. And it's arguable that they succeed in pulling it off. Uh, you know? Yeah. It's I mean, a... it, it again.
0: <laughs> I I go back. We talk about this a lot. Like the like, it's a great idea. It is a great idea, and like in a, in a way, like it's a crazy idea. But I feel like I miss. That someone could take a shot on a movie like this. I mean, this movie had a budget of two hundred thousand dollars, and yeah. this is this is the best part about it is that seventy five thousand of that two hundred thousand dollar budget went to the salaries of George Kennedy, Alex Cord, that's our Charlton Heston guy, and Clue Gulliger. Uh So, and then fifteen thousand of that went to rent the yacht. So right off wow. the right out of the gate, we have a hundred thousand dollar budget. We haven't paid yeah. all the actors, and we got to do the whole movie. And Graydon Clark, uh, the director, does do a cameo as research scientist Dr. Gray. Uh, The movie, uh, there's no box office numbers. I don't know if it was released. The top three movies of the year are Beverly Hills Cop 2, Platoon, and Fatal Attraction. I don't think this came in even in the top 100. Um, Some of the other Movies I'd never Raven.
1: even heard of this. Oh, I don't know if you, I don't know if you had, but I, I haven't. this was completely new to me. Uh, some of
0: his other films are Black Shampoo, Satan's Cheerleaders, The Return, Angel's Revenge, Final Justice, and Dark Future. I imagine all of those are amazing movies. And uh, uh, the production company, not quality-wise. And the tagline <laughs> for this, uh, this movie was, They paid for a holiday of a lifetime with their lives. Or, yeah, you'll never look at a cat the same way again. I
1: like that you're doing the tagline in the voice
0: of Mr. Graham. I only want to do Mr. Graham now. It has nine lives. You only have one. Oh, That's That's a good one. one. That's the
1: best one. That's the the best best one. one.
0: Um, This was, uh, you know, this one is, I I mean, I would recommend watching this movie. I, I like, look, I agree with you. It's a mess. Continuity-wise, it's a mess. It's only like an hour and 20 minutes. It goes by pretty quick. The end actually gets a little, like, the first half is, I think, better than the second half, if you want to even draw a distinction on it. But it's really fun to watch. I mean, yeah. you know. It's it,
1: fun. It's 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 it really d- abandon hope of understanding or uh, that a scene is coming up that's going to help you understand what's going on? It's not. So just, like, go along for the ride, because that's the only fun you're going to have. It's there is killer no, cat on spring break. Yes, I mean, that's... There it, is... You're not going to get help to be on that. And really, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you wanna, you know?
0: I want to watch this... 10 times more than Sharknado like if Sharknado had the purity oh, of like this yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. and this is, falls in that category of like death spa or that mall movie where the chopping robots mall, are yeah yep. chopping mall like it's in that kind of like that vein of yes. uh of horror like
1: it is a it is a low budget campy horror genre movie uh you know uh, of that era and it's got all of the hallmarks of it in for better and for worse like the music is like you know, cheesy John Carpenter knockoff kind of synthy music. Oh, uh, Devin, put you? it, pop it right back in here, um, and then you know, I want to put. Can we also get a cut of? Just just a brief, uh, uh, the the little bit where the guy keeps saying, I got the poison in my blood, I I got mean, the I in my think blood. we now
0: need to do it. Now we're forcing Devin to... Because he
1: says it like six times, I think, in a row. It's very funny to me. We'll
0: leave you all with that. But before we do, Jason, anything that you want to plug?
1: Yeah, I'll plug um, the new animated show, Star Trek Prodigy, that is on Nickelodeon, uh, that I'm a voice on. It's incredible. It's really worth tracking down. A great adventure Star Trek story. Uh, set inside the world that uh, Captain Janeway exists inside of. Love it. Kate Mulgrew, the great Kate Mulgrew. The great Kate Mulgrew. Um, And that's that's new coming out. Um, And if you happen to be in the Boston area uh, and you're going out and about, go to my cousin's bar, Daddy Jones. Uh, Great bar, great food. Um, Tell him I said Hello. And just so you know, we are doing some live
0: shows again. How did this get made? Hopefully, we'll come back to Largo uh, soon. We're still trying to figure that out, but there's an improv show uh, with a group of us that have done uh, this show. Facebook at UCB Theater. You can check that out once a month over at Largo if you're in Los Angeles. I got a great crew of people. Uh, you never know who will be there. Who will be there? Sometimes it'll be Jason. Sometimes it'll be me. And sometimes it'll be Rob Hubel or Rob Riggle. A whole bunch of people that you know and you love uh, are popping in and out through that. Uh,
1: also, it's at, called. It's oh I, yeah. I, I will Just yes, because please. you didn't say yeah, it's. Yeah. Called Called Dinosaur Improv. Yes, now. Dinosaur it's Improv. The show, it's the old Facebook show from UCB is now at Largo under the name Dinosaur. And Improv. it just
0: yes, check your local listings at Largo La. Also every Thursday, uh, our Twitch channel, uh, Friend Zone. Rob Hubel and I do a show every Thursday, five to seven Pacific time, and. Every Monday, we are doing a very special cool thing here called uh, Matinee Monday. Matinee Monday means we are releasing an old episode from the How Did This Get Made vault, and uh, we're putting it back into the main feed, different episodes each week. I'm trying to record a little companion video series for it, so you can check it out on my YouTube page where I give you a little sampling of the episode and uh, serve up which one we are releasing, so you can keep up with that as well. So, a big thank you to our super producer, Cody. Uh, a big thank you to our audio engineer, Devin. Our MVP, Molly. Our movie picker, producer Avril Halley, our researcher uh, Nate Kiley, our all-around, I'm going to call him MVP too, because he's also an MVP, July Diaz, and everybody at Earwolf who makes this show uh, so much fun to do, and continue the conversation on our Discord at discord.gg slash hdtgm or discord.gg slash Shear. either way, you will be able to have a great conversation with amazing people, our moderators keep very safe, cool, inclusive, nice spaces, and as always, You know that our mini-episodes are where you can come to get your problems solved. We just concluded a very dramatic ending to our pool in Canada debate. You can join in with your own problems and we can help you solve them. Groupthink, 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K, 619-PAUL-ASK. That is our mini-episode. And finally i'll say if you've not listened to it yet our ed brubaker episode is out and that's us, jason and i talking to our friend ed brubaker in our last mini episode you can hear what he's up to in his brand new book reckless and uh, we have uh, some special mini stuff coming up as well so stay tuned for all of that and uh, we will see you next week for a mini episode uh jason let's go out with the best line from this movie about poison Devin, take it away